The following episode was recorded on Sunday the 5th of July. Two days later, due to rising cases of COVID-19, the Victorian Premier announced that Metropolitan Melbourne would go back to Stage 3 stay-at-home restrictions, and our only remaining open state border to New South Wales would be closed. For six weeks, once again, we can only leave our homes for four essential reasons. The seriousness and rapidly changing situation is not lost on us, and all events referred to in this episode will continue with only household members to ensure Saturday continues to be a day to look forward to. Our thoughts are certainly with all the parkrunners and everyone out there, be it the Melbournians, the Victorians and those further afield. We look forward to parkrunning again with you when the time is right. Stay well. Welcome to episode 204 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined today again by my co-host Ollie Spake. Hi Ollie, we've been allowed back. Hi Mel. Um, yes, yeah, no, isn't, it, isn't it nice? I, I feel very privileged. So um, thanks for having me back. So what have you been up to in the last few weeks, Ollie? Um, we... It's been a while since we recorded our, our first episode together. Uh, we are still in lockdown. Nothing's changed there. And I think the last time we spoke, you hadn't really been running a lot. So did I inspire you? Have you been out? Have you been running? Yeah, the, um, the podcast was definitely good uh, motivation. Uh, so I'm proud to say that as of Saturday just gone, Bass Point non-park run has now finished event number nine. Uh, so, yeah, I've managed to keep that routine up and find a couple of opportunities in there to start combating the COVID kilos. <laughs> the beard's still there, but, uh, but uh, yeah, slowly creeping out of lockdown, rubbing the eyes, looking at the sun, trying to remember what it looked like. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Getting back to a bit of normality. That's good. What about you, Matt? COVID beard? No, I want to hear a bit more about COVID beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's let's just say um, it's it's not the most popular feature in the household. <laughs> um, the combination of the COVID beard and the shaved head is, uh, has alarmed a few when I've been welcomed back at the office um, for a couple of days. But uh yeah, I, I think I've, I've really embraced lockdown. I tried to get into the into the whole vibe of it. I'm still hiding out in the garage den playing pool. So the pool game's gotten a bit better. But, yeah, as I say, slowly creeping out, getting a bit of activity. Oh, that's good. It's been challenging times, definitely. I've uh, tried to keep myself motivated. We had uh, the longest run. So, yeah, recently it was the uh, the solstice here in Australia and, and of course, traditionally yeah. uh, that is when we run our longest run in winter and I got out with a small group of friends to do that. I was booked originally to come to Sydney, so I was feeling a bit sad because yeah. I was going to come up and join you guys like I did last year. It would have been fantastic. It was special last year, but um, good you got back out. So, tell yeah, tell me more. Well, yeah, just a group of friends. So, 
we mm. obviously are restricted with how many people we can run with uh, yep. in groups, but just a small group of about 10 of us decided to go out on a, on the Sunday morning of the Queen's birthday long weekend, which is when we usually do it here in Melbourne and run seven events. And, and we did. And I'll tell you what, just being with those friends, it really just filled the cup. It was fun. The weather was good. We, we didn't have rain, being that we're in the middle of winter and we're in Melbourne. We were very lucky. Uh, I think just because it was small numbers, then the day ran really well and we stayed within our timings and, yeah, just just park run shared with friends and it was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've got to, we've got to respect the restrictions out there and, and um, you know, it's whilst it's disappointing to not have uh, the opportunity to run it with larger groups, I, I think that's been... One of the things I have enjoyed, and you've obviously done it spectacularly well in, in knocking over seven in a day, is just just getting the chance to to try and reconnect now that we can, obviously, and, and have been for a little while in different states, being able to run, uh, even park run, um, obviously, as, as Freedom runs and, and you know, not at that time of the week, you know, with, with a group of, of friends. Yeah. I tell you what, though, I couldn't run them. <laughs> No? Last year, I think in Sydney, I managed to run every event and previously, obviously, I've been a lot faster, but this year with just the situation we're in and my reduced ability to get out and run, I, I, there, there was walks. There was a few walks, definitely, but yeah. it doesn't matter. I didn't care and... It was still fun. We we we, do, we are kind of asking for it in in Australia, running it on the shortest day, <laughs> and well and truly used to starting in the dark and finishing in the dark. I, I think, as I remember, the the suggested uh, improvement we'd heard from Sydney last year was to include more time for chatting on the schedule. <laughs> I think I would have needed a lot of time for chatting had I attempted that. So hats off to you, Mel. Um, <laughs> I wish I could say that I took on anything like the longest run, but um, you know, maybe by the time an equinox run rolls around, I'll be in a position to run three and a half park runs. But yeah, look, uh, with all the food I consumed in the uh, the solstice, yeah, I don't think that's uh, anytime soon. I want to hear more about this solstice thing. So you got some sort of Swedish Finnish kind of connection? Tell us about that. Yeah, so my wife. Her mum's side of the family emigrated out from Finland uh, back when when uh, my mother-in-law was was quite young. Uh, so they're they're from the side of Finland that's a little more close to the Swedes. Uh, I'm told there are, there are certainly different regions and uh, yeah, different uh, different kinds of Finns. Um, so this was probably more a, a Swedish tradition than anything else, and it's kind of stepped up a bit lately, uh, which I don't mind because. Uh, in our household, things like Eurovision have also stepped up in recent years. So this is a fantastic time of the year. Uh, it just could have done with a bit of longest running to, to combat the, the kilos. Uh, yeah, we, ha- we had the maypole erected in the backyard of my parents-in-law's house. We did the little frog dance, uh, which, which I've only, only learnt this year. Did a bit of night swimming and uh, ate a lot of food. Um, not a fan of herring pie. <laughs> I discovered. Oh, <laughs> good on anyone that is. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I gave it my best. Yeah, look, it's it's nice to have some you know some traditions to embrace when when some of these other ones aren't as uh, readily available or 
or maybe uh, in the mix, uh, given uh, my lack of athletic ability. I can sort of connect with your Finnish antics, but when I read that in the show notes, I totally thought you were going to talk about saunas or how we call them saunas because I had a a brother-in-law who had a Finnish partner and I know that they like to do their saunas and then run and jump in the ice water. So that was what I was envisaging when you were talking about Swedish-Finnish antics, but it's not. Yeah, well, I won't get into the pronunciation discussion (laughs) with you. I don't know the correct pronunciation. Uh, Yeah, fortunately, it wasn't quite that extreme. The water was cold. We jumped in the cold pool and then in the in the hot spa. But a, a sauna would have been very nice, I think, yeah. uh, after after that cold pool. Well, I'm very impressed that you've done Bass Point Parkrun and you continued on with that because I have definitely continued on with Alice Palace Parkrun. And I've got to tell you, it's just it's what's keeping me going in this lockdown period because when I can't have my real parkrun, just recreating it in my own home is, is been just fabulous and each week I've been trying to add something a little bit different and I think since the last time Mm. we spoke on the podcast I've made my own selfie frame I had a week where I threw out some fake um, results emails to my tourists (laughs) that came to visit I've dabbled in parkrun themes I was privileged to host some friends who were supposed to be in England doing Bushy Park Run. Um, and look, the fact that they were willing to get up at a stupid, ridiculous time and drive all the way to my house to do a fake park run, <laughs> it's just testament to them. And I thank them because, you know, what that meant to me and, and the buzz that that gave me, and I hope that um, I was able to you can't replace missing out on bushy park run but I just hope that I gave them a happy memory for the day so that it wasn't all miserable but that's becoming a thing now for me so this weekend what did we do this weekend so oh it was New Zealand it was New Zealand yes park runs back yes yes so I just woke up Friday morning and I went oh I've got to have a New Zealand flag where am I going to get one? And I've been working ridiculous hours and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, quick, get on Google. Search where sells flags and um, where can I get a flag from? And I sent – and poor Paul, like I managed to locate this company in in the city that sells flags and I'm like, well, I can't get there. I've got to work. But, you know, I'll send Paul. <laughs> so I'm like, honey, on your way to work, can you swing past – Um, this place and you know random place and pick up this New Zealand flag and he did and so yeah I was able to bring a little bit of New Zealand Uh, cost me a fortune because ridiculous hopefully I'll get to use it again (laughs) but you know in in the scheme of things these little efforts that I'm going to they just make me happy so whatever it takes you know well that's yeah uh, I didn't know what New Zealand cuisine was, so I couldn't do any kind of themed food for brunch. Uh, but it, it didn't seem to matter. Well, and and I'm I'm curious what that would have been. I mean, I'm not sure kiwi fruit would cut it. It's probably uh, <laughs> yeah, a bit simple. So. Or have oh, look, it's it's impressive. You've brought tourism home. If you can't go to the tourist venues, you you br- bring them back, and and um, 
yeah, it, it'll be great to see what you come up with. No pressure for, for weeks to come. Oh, and like I've said, you know, I'm just blessed that I've reached out to a few friends and said, you know, would you come to my little park run? And I'll be honest, and, and I've said it in social media, it's it's not a very good course. <laughs> it's it's just run about around my suburban streets and, and it's not. There's, it's not pretty. There's there's nothing special about it. But we're introducing. Well, it's it's developing. Let me say that. And mm-hmm. and, a, and a funny point is that we've got this huge. I'm I'm, I'm raising my hands to show you how huge it is. <laughs> this huge oh, sign. Yes. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually uh, for the estate. That's got a big map of the estate. So it's probably uh, the biggest course map that you've ever seen. I'm quite proud of that. So everybody that comes and runs has to stop and admire <laughs> my course map on their on their travels. And funnily enough, I'm not actually inundated with requests to visit Alice Palace Park Run. So I'd just like to put the call out. <laughs> if any Victorians are keen to come, please reach out to me because I'd love you to come and visit. Any Westerfoldians, any, you know, previous podcast hosts that might like to come and visit, <laughs> you're very <laughs> welcome. And I put on a mean brunch so yeah that sounds like a very broad open invitation um you might have to come up with a bit of a booking system i know and it goes against everything that's parkrun because you know it's supposed to be very inclusive but unfortunately as as my dear friend sally who very kindly wrote me uh, a run report after her visit last Mm. week it's by appointment only. But sadly, that's just a sign of the times. We can only have five people in our house at a time. I could have, I think, 10 people run outside. We can gather in groups of 10, but I'm not going to have 10 people and then say, oh, sorry, five of you have to go and only five of you can come inside for brunch. (laughs) So yeah, no, we've got to restrict it to five. But, you know, like I said, I'm not exactly inundated with um, requests. So if... (laughs) I'm more than happy if anybody is keen to come and tick off Alice Pellis Park Run to get in touch. And can I just say as well, you've heard of the Peel Club, right? Yes, I have. And that's, that's in Australia. Um, to join the Peel Club, you have to run every state and territory. Well, I've got to level up for the Peel Club. Oh. If you want to level up for the Peel Club, you've got to run in the state of emergency. <laughs> so I think you've got to do... <laughs> Alice Palace Park Run in the state of emergency for your Level Up Peel Club. And, and that's a reference to the time and not the state. <laughs> well, Victoria is in a state of emergency. I'm not quite sure about all the other states. Like you can have your own, you can have your own themes, whatever. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. in the greatest state, this is this is what you have to do. <laughs> no, look, I I love it, um, and you know, I'm sure that you'll get some interest out there, and and look, hopefully, hopefully, some other events. I mean, who knows what the future holds in in terms of timing? It'd be great to see some some more not park runs popping up and hopefully they also get massive course maps so no one gets lost and uh yeah i'd be curious to see if you're faced with the dilemma one day do you uh do you keep ellis palace on if you don't have an event crew because they're they're suddenly touristing to someone else's not park run well see this is the thing ollie it's turned me into a passionista i've been this massive tourist and now i can't go anywhere because i've got to run my event Mm, yeah look uh can you run two park runs in a day 
or a week for that matter. But, uh, yeah, we, we might have to blur the lines on, on parkrun time. Well, if somebody else in Victoria wants to have their own parkrun course, I, I'll tell you what, I'll come and do a freedom run. Yeah, I think I think that sounds fair, <laughs> yeah. And, look, I'd, I'd love to have you up at Bass Point non-parkrun. Currently our record attendance remains at two. <laughs> Um, thank heavens for mum who keeps keeps coming past and uh, joining me on parkrun day. Aww. I'm sure she wants to see me too, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, it, it has been good, and uh, I even got the chance to um, you know, to celebrate the Shell Harbour parkrun uh, virtual birthday as a non-parkrun. So that would have been awkward if I if I wasn't parkrunning on a weekend when that happened. And I saw you had cupcakes. Yes, yes. Uh, I can't take the credit for the cupcakes. They were delicious. Thank you, Chris Fraser. What's a birthday without cupcakes or cake in general? Was he just trying to chonk you up so you would be slower? <laughs> You've seen the records. <laughs> now, I, I, I haven't checked whether Chris logged an event last week, but, uh, yeah, look, I've checked this week and uh, he's beaten me again. So uh, I'm going to have to improve Ollie. significantly. <laughs> More convincingly this time. So should say um, that. Well done, yeah. Chris. That's a good effort and he's been putting in yes. some time. So kudos to yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. And look, one other thing, and uh, look, I, if I divert from parkrun slightly, and I apologise, but you know, if I take it on a slight tangent, I'm, I'm coming back, I promise. <laughs> I, I can't let this go unmissed. I'm still relishing the fact that the, the World Cup in 2023 has been announced to be shared between Australia and New Zealand, so fitting with our friends across the ditch, uh, getting to, to relaunch Parkrun this week. Yeah, it's given me something to, to dream about uh, whilst tourism isn't such an option and, and the potential to, to go and enjoy probably my, my two big passions at the same time. So catch some matches in New Zealand and Australia and, uh, and some Parkruns too. Very excited. Ollie, what code? World oh. Cup what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sp- speaking to a Victorian here. My, my apologies. It's the Round Ball World Cup. So, Soccer. Uh, yeah, the, the FIFA the FIFA Women's World Cup. Oh, right. We're, we're passionate fans of the Matildas and the Socceroos here. Oh, that other code. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. No hands in this one. Well, not, not many anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I did see reference to that in the media. Brilliant. Yes, and look, on the theme of New Zealand, maybe we should hand over to our, um, our guest this week. Yes, let's do that. Our guest in this week's podcast is Steve Darby. Steve is a native of the country that sent all its convicts here and now lives across the ditch in the one country in the world right now where you can legitimately scan a barcode. As of very recently, he has 527 park runs under his belt and has a five-digit athlete ID, having started at Woodhouse Moor in 2008. He's a bit of an adventurer with 220 different events completed. Interestingly, four letters, I, J, U and Z, still evade him. And he's completed well and truly the majority of the New Zealand park runs, 23 of 30 and nine right here in Australia. Steve, welcome to the Park Run Adventures podcast. Uh, thank you for the invite. I'm just looking at the I, J, U and Z and wondering whether they're possible. <laughs> yeah. Do you have those in New Zealand? 
Oh, well, there's there's Invercargill, so certainly we can do the A. I'll have to think about that one. Now, Steve, event number 527, it was a big one with uh, Parkrun coming back in New Zealand. What did you decide to do? Did you go for a new event or did you go to your home Parkrun Hobsonville point? No. Um, <laughs> there was, there was 20, 29 events out of the 30 New Zealand events ran yesterday. The one that didn't run was Hobsonville. And... The reason the reason it didn't run was quite interesting because uh, where the actual event starts goes by the name of Bomb Point, and the reason it <laughs> the reason it couldn't run this week was because they're excavating for bombs. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It it was basically a um, um, a New Zealand Air Force base, and now they're looking to build on it, so they have to excavate to make sure there's no ordnance lying around, and that doesn't quite go, you know, fit too well with a part run risk assessment. So they decided <laughs> to leave, leave it for a few weeks. Wow. Yeah. But they've been, how many events has Hobsonville Point done already? Uh, we've done well over a year anyway. So yeah, probably 60, 70. Okay. So why the new issue with the Oh, potential? because because they're wanting to build houses in that, that area. So they just have to um, make it safe, I suppose. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. I'm sure it was safe before. Yeah, that's that's phase two. Phase one is sending the park runners. <laughs> yeah. We we were the, just the test dummies, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, it uh, it ended up being Millwater in the end, which is which is kind of the nearest one to Hobsonville. So you'd done Millwater before? Yes. Yeah, about uh, probably four or five times. But it was interesting yesterday because um, we, we've been in the routine of eight a.m. Saturday morning. 5k runs going for a coffee for the last four or five weeks now you know as groups of maybe well our group was about 25 people so yesterday although you know we were looking forward to the new start and getting the barcode scanned etc it was it was really a continuation of a theme um we just had to make sure we had a you know we we knew where the barcode actually was (laughs) but then you know as the week started progressing you started realizing this was actually a big deal but beyond our borders you know it was it was getting a lot of interest elsewhere and starting to listen to that um, live stream from with me now yesterday you know you started to think hey this is uh you know you you start getting nervous <laughs> the eyes of the world were on you they, they were weren't they but you see because we've been in normality for four or five weeks what we'd uh, and mel you touched on this last week i, I listened to last week's episode um and that's that ninety percent of a part run experience is actually getting together with a group, running five k, going for a coffee afterwards, just having a good old chat for an hour or whatever. We didn't really miss the barcode bit of it and the beeping and looking at the results. And that's coming from me, who's into stats and. <laughs> <laughs> so I shocked, I shocked myself on that one, but but. You know, it was a it was a bigger deal to elsewhere because it was like a glimpse of normality and what you could get. And it also means that you know, in places like the UK and Australia, you don't necessarily have to let, wait until Park and HQ says we're good to go as, as as the big event. As soon as you can get, you know, you've got the right in your country to have twenty people gather together, you can get ninety percent of the benefit of Parkrun. You know. Off, off your own back, basically, and I think you were saying that Mel, you, you you were doing solo runs, and then you invited some friends around and had coffee, and 
you know, you got a big part of the experience, yeah? I definitely did. And, yeah, it just goes to show that, it, you know, it's so much more than just um, scanning your barcode and getting a token. And that is what's keeping me going in the lockdown is just catching up with my friends in small numbers. And obviously you can, you've been able to do that in, in a few, in, in slightly bigger numbers in New Zealand. I would, I would emphasize that when we've been doing these um, Saturday morning runs, we haven't done it on an official park run course. So we have, we have stuck to the rules. But we took the chance actually to test a proposed route. So, uh, you know, it's, it's very difficult to test the proposed route at the normal park run time. So that actually fell really well. So a new parkrun course on its way? Yep. <laughs> oh, <there's, laughs> Excellent. There's quite a few on the way, actually, or in you know various stages of um, development. They'll be very welcome after such a long pause. I'm sure people will be chomping at the bit to uh, to get involved. Yeah, well, I, I, think, um, I think New Zealand's a bit like Ireland in the sense that, uh, you know, a few steps behind in that it's got about, th- it's got 30 parkruns now. It's got a similar population to Ireland, but Ireland's got, I don't actually know, but well into three figures. And I can see New Zealand getting to the 100 quite quickly now because it's got a, you know, a critical mass to it and, it, and people want the events in, in different locations. And there's, there's still quite some distance between, between events. And what, what often happens is someone puts one in the middle and you know, I, can, I can see that happening uh, quite rapidly now. So it does look like over the pause you've almost found a way, Steve, to uh, to kind of improve parkrun. So you're saying you know, the barcode scanning is not as important. Obviously, work within the rules, extend the brunch. <laughs> yeah. Any other improvements you've discovered? Well, it's um, well. What was interesting about yesterday? If we, if we move carry on with this theme of it was actually a bigger deal outside New Zealand than than in New Zealand. Some the guys, uh, I think it was a Paranga Park Run. They they had the brainwave of tying up each park run with a with an international region. So, for instance, Millwater was tied up with Italy. Pegasus was tied up with Wales. Um, every every event was tied up with somewhere else. And as as a result, in the in the week leading up to it, contacts were made, and you know, new friends were made in different countries across the globe. For instance, down at Pegasus yesterday, Jackie Hancock. Are deed dressed as a daffodil <laughs> to make Wales feel part of it. <laughs> and the South Island ambassador, Jeff McMillan, was dressed as Tom Jones. Do you think everybody's really missed dressing up? <laughs> oh, Jeff McMillan has. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll dress up at any opportunity. Yeah, that, that's not unusual in parkrun. That's uh, not unusual. You had to, didn't you? You had to do. Very important part of parkrun. And I didn't even tee that one up. Um, and the, the uh, Reese, the RD at Millwall, to deliver part of the um, part of the briefing in Italian, which although we didn't understand it, was incredibly impressive. And he and he did, <laughs> he did translate it for us afterwards as well. So that was that was good. That was impressive. What sort of numbers did you get at uh, Millwater? Millwater, it was just one off the record, two eighty six maybe, with the record at two eighty six or something like that. But we, you know, we don't get massive numbers here. You, you know, the the I think the record attendance is at Hagley, which is five hundred and something. Every event was round about its record level, which are all very manageable. I think that's what Parkrun's sitting and waiting to see what happens in New Zealand to judge what potentially will happen, you know, across the other countries as they open up. Have people dropped off Parkrun? Are they chomping at the bit to get back? Uh, 
extra people who have maybe become active in the pause going to come back and increase numbers? I'm sure that everybody's waiting to see and looking to New Zealand to find out. Yeah, well, we had 3,600 altogether. That's a, well, 29 events. So, you know, that, that's, that's fairly normal, uh, maybe averaging one, what, 140, something like that. Okay. But... You won't go to um, a park run normally in New Zealand without lots of international hands going up, you know, international visitors. And obviously we had none of those. It's not worth going into quarantine for two weeks just to run a park run. I don't know about that. But we'll, get <laughs> well, okay. well, you, well, well, we'll see you in three weeks' time then. <laughs> I think I could quite happily work from home in a, in a hotel in uh, New Zealand while I um, quarantine for the sake of doing a park run. Hey, I've got a question for you two. Have you... Um... How have the COVID calories treated you? Oh. <laughs> they treated me not, not too kindly. I mean, you don't have to answer the question, but is it good or bad or about the same? Or? Ah, look, I've embraced the parkrun brunch, uh, less so the parkrun, and uh, I'm sorting out the balance a little more now. But, uh, yeah, COVID calories, definitely a thing. I think you know, I'll, I'll be well and truly ready to get back into the regularity of a parkrun just, yeah. just to get that discipline back. Oh, and in Danny's words, I am chonk. I am chonk all over. <laughs> and I, oh, it's terrible. I, I've just been working so much and it's not from lack of, you know, desire. I would love to be out there running. Um, but unfortunately, my work has increased okay. in the lockdown. So um, I'm very uh, inactive and have and stuck in front of my computer for long hours. And I've got a bit of work ahead of me. Yeah. Here's a stat for you from yesterday. On March the 14th in New Zealand, the average time across all parkruns was 30 minutes 44. Yesterday, it was 30 minutes 45. Wow. Now, I'm responsible for that one second just by myself. So there. <laughs> I like a guess that brings his own stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Impressive. Oh, I, 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 did, I didn't make the stat up. I just saw it somewhere. But the... But the point is, that means the rest of New Zealand have got no COVID calorie effect whatsoever. They're all leaner, just as lean and mean as they were on March the 14th. I've got friends that have been out running and they've dropped massive amounts of weight and their times are just dropping as well. And I'm so there's two ways it goes. Yes. So people (laughs) have more opportunity to exercise as well. So that that was the, the other the other side of the coin, wasn't it? But yeah, uh, you know, so in general, the um, the Kiwi Park runners just as lean and mean as they were. So let's see if that plays out in other countries. Full admiration for New Zealand there. I think New Zealand's managed things remarkably well in a number of ways. It's It's been an interesting time. And uh, I suppose if we all uh, you know, look back, I, I'm pretty sure everyone would have put the money on New Zealand to start up first, given the, uh, the track record. But um, you obviously, uh, you've done a few freedom runs and uh, travelled to a few parkrun countries. Obviously, uh, parkrun countries aren't up and running outside of New Zealand, but hypothetically speaking, if you've got the uh, the ticket to the world being uh, based in New Zealand right now, where do you go? Where do you do a freedom run? Are there countries you haven't visited that uh, this is your chance? Well, yeah. I mean, I, d- I did have a trip, um, was working on a trip to Bear Island in Ireland in about four weeks' time, but obviously that's, that's not going to happen now. You've been there before, though, haven't you? Have you, Steve? Been there twice before, yeah. Yeah, it's a great, great place. It's unique. The place is unique. It's, you know, it's an island with 
Oh, um, 200, 200 inhabitants, something like that, but they're great. Almost the entire population is into parkrun there. I did hear you You said what makes you unique to a lot of tourists is you like to return to parkruns that you've toured at, that you've enjoyed. So you, you will return multiple times. Well, it's like when you when you mentioned those stats at the beginning, you said, you know, 527 parkruns and, and I don't know how many different events it was, but, you, you know, roughly half. I think if you if you're either extreme where you say if you've done 527 at one one single event you you're missing something aren't you you're missing you know a, a variety of courses and other groups of people and all that kind of thing yeah where if you go to the other extreme and you've done 527 completely different events never going back to one well you've equally missed out on a lot haven't you because you, you know you never you never make any connections as such you're just moving on each time so it seems that the, the happy middle ground is about like that 50% ratio. Yeah, I definitely have a small amount of events where I do go back to, because I know people and and, um, and I'm drawn back to them for, for specific reasons. Yeah, I think, I, I think I've been to a dozen courses more than a dozen times or something like that. So, you know, it's, uh, it's just whatever happens. <laughs> it's just wherever you feel like going on a particular day sometimes. Yeah. Agree. There's a lot in Australia I want to do. Okay, tell us what are the what are a few events that you're keen to come back to in Australia? Well, I want to do Kangaroo Island. Oh, I've done Kangaroo Island Marathon, um, but the parkrun didn't act, hadn't actually started then, and and the marathon's on a Saturday morning anyway, so it'd be, it, I think it'd be impossible to do both because sort of opposite sides of the island. But uh, Kangaroo Kangaroo Island's a bit like Bear Island, you know, it's just unique, you know, and if you if you're Call yourself a parkrun tourist. You want to do both of them at once in your parkrun career. I'd have to agree with you there because Kangaroo Island is on my very high up on my to-do list. I know um, Mel Erbacher and Brendan Peel, <laughs> they would agree with me. It seems to be actually anything with island in the name seems to be the must-dos. Um, I mean, we were lucky enough to do Harrison Island before it got oh. permanently. Mm. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> okay, so what else maybe in Australia apart from Kangaroo Island? I've done about 60 as freedom runs, um, not not many as official runs. The, the first one was actually Mosman uh, with Simon Mackley. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, was, that, that, that was a strange one because we, 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 we've never turned up at a park run that's about to start and it's still completely dark, completely pitch black. <laughs> this voice comes out from under a tree saying, "Are you Steve Darby?" And, <laughs> I've only just arrived in Australia. Who's who's that? What's this? <laughs> and it was just that Simon had noticed we'd like we'd like the Mosman um, Facebook page the night before. But you know, <laughs> that put the spooks at me. Yes, news travels fast in the parkrun world. Oh, but that's that's a good example, though, isn't it? You can go to the other side of the world and you can plug into this group that you can go for breakfast with afterwards. Yes. Yeah, there's, it's pretty unique, isn't it? There's not many places where that can happen, I wouldn't think. And what is bizarre is you then trust that group of people. So if you want to know if you want to know something locally, you ask them and you believe everything they say. Well, what <laughs> what, what is it about a group of partners that just because they're a partner, you trust them, but you do? <laughs> yeah, would you like a lift to brunch? Hop in my car. Yeah, that's exactly what Simon did. What a fun... <laughs> does, is, is it, does he normally pick up strangers? Maybe he can answer that for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to ask Simon. <laughs> uh, so, 
anyway, talking about brunch, I want to know what is your typical brunch in New Zealand and what do New Zealanders have for brunch? Is it different to what New Zealand, what, what people have in the UK? No, t- typically it's coffee and a, and, and a scone. Ah, okay. That's what, that's what you normally have, yeah. You know, the bigger the better, obviously, but, you know, there's, there's, there's always one of the other. With jam, with cream. Uh, that sounds complicated. It's a bit of butter on the. That's interesting because I had a, so my Alice Palace Park run that I've been doing. <laughs> I we we celebrated last week um, with a UK theme, and we had scones with jam and cream because I, I'm like oh, I don't know what's UK. I don't know. That's good. I mean, it's either that or it's a full English breakfast, but you don't want one of those if you're having another run later in the day. <laughs> no, no. Okay. And so, obviously, um, the home park run, not an option. Uh, park run, all things going to plan, and it's difficult to imagine that everything goes to plan in today's world, but all things going to plan. Uh, where are your parker running next week, Steve? Uh, well, I think the plan is to do Hamilton next week, actually. So, yeah, Millwater this week, Hamilton next week. Is that a new event for you? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, I mean, Within normal travelling distance or mm. driving distance, like we've probably got um, six park runs. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been I've been up here two years. So obviously they've all been done multiple times. Um, there's no there's no new ones within driving range. Mm. How, how far is driving range out of interest for you? <laughs> uh, oh, sometimes sometimes it can be three hundred k maybe. It's been further. Mm. Been further driven to Wellington, so that was six hundred. So, so I'm, t- I'm telling yes. you, there. <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. Oh no, it just depends whether the airfare's more than the petrol. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yes. Oh, it certainly sounds fantastic. Uh, we're still looking on with just a ting of jealousy, but uh, yeah, overwhelmingly happy for you, Steve. <laughs> what's, your, what's your What's your estimate of getting back then? Any um, any any news? It's touch and go. I, I, if you asked. Certainly me. A couple of weeks ago, it felt much closer. You know, I think you know, we're, we're seeing just how quickly things can change and you know, we, we just have to do the right thing for all. Uh, and as you say, you know, getting back to um, you know, small groups, you know, whatever's permissible and whatever's in the, in the right interests for the time. Australia was looking really good and now in Victoria where where I am we've just had a second wave kind of happening it's a little bit scary at the moment I mean it's not kind of the numbers that certainly some of the other countries are dealing with it it's it's relatively small scale but Victoria is uh for Australia we're the brunt of a lot of jokes with the rest of the states at the moment uh talking of which you said which which Australian park runs I still need to do Albert Park I've really I've run around it but there was a Formula One course on it at the time yeah <laughs> so inconvenient <laughs> so yeah have to come back and do that at some point yes definitely yeah there's a few around Melbourne actually well, you'll have to come and revisit us in Victoria. Um, we'll be very glad to host you in the near future. That'll be fabulous. Thank you very much for joining us today. No problem, though. Yes, thank you, Steve. Nice talking to you both, and uh, and best of luck with getting back up and running well as soon as possible. Thank you. And that was fantastic to get a chance to talk to Steve and nice to hear a park runner talk about park running not something we've done for some time. How fabulous was it to hear about New Zealand relaunching and and the relaunch going well? Hopefully that's something our um, other 
parkrun cousins across the world get to enjoy like us sometime soon. And very important, we give credit uh, to our statistician and scriptwriter, Simon Mackley. Uh, I think the saying is peeling back the curtain right now. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Simon, for putting us in touch with Steve. Uh, it was, of course, uh, great just to, to share a bit of the excitement of the weekend and, and um, yeah, hear some of Steve's wonderful adventures. It was. I was in awe of listening to somebody who has been around for quite a long time and, and back in the early days when Woodhouse Mall was was Leeds Park Run and only one of four in the world at that time. So he's got a very uh, colourful history with Park Run. So that was great to speak to him. Thank you, Steve, for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Steve. We could certainly talk for much, much longer. So maybe maybe it's someone we need to check in with again in future. Yeah, now he's coming to visit me at Albert Park Run. So. Oh, yeah, of course. That's right. I'll interview him when he comes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Maybe I'll try and make it down then too. Okay. Assuming everything's back to normal and uh, now I can come down to uh, the southern state there. Great. Bring the kids, bring the family, come stay with us uh, and you can do an Alice Palace Freedom Run. Brilliant. Yes, that'd make it a weekend. Now, if we could squeeze in a kids' park run on Sunday, I think, um, yeah, I think that's a winning formula. <laughs> yes, come and see Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park Run when it's up and running. But, yeah, when the borders open, because at the moment Victoria's got the plague and nobody wants to let us anywhere and you <laughs> aren't allowed to come and visit us. So, oh. Yeah, and, and, and look, I don't mean to laugh. Um, you know, I certainly feel for everyone in Victoria at the moment. You know, feel for anyone across the world. This is this is not a fun time. You know, I've I've had the pleasure of being uh, COVID tested. Fortunately for me, I had tonsillitis. So that was just a precaution. Don't wish that upon anyone. But you know, obviously, we're all trying to do the right thing. And uh, you know, like uh, running in small groups and, and observing our social physical distancing uh, requirements. Yeah, I think you know. Obviously, when the when the time is right, we'll uh, we'll be ready to to jump back in and and uh, have some fantastic travels. Completely agree with that. Yeah, but in the meantime, we can watch New Zealand and we can share some of the good vibes uh, that our our brothers and sisters across the ditch are, are sending. I look forward to another week. How happy has everybody been for New Zealand? That has been really good thing to see on the parkrun socials, just how happy everybody's been to see New Zealand get back to parkrun. I, th- I think so. Obviously, no one wants to do the wrong thing. No one wants to to get parkrun back up and running when you know, things could obviously go downhill quickly. We've seen how things can go downhill quickly. Um, so it, it is fantastic and uh, it's fantastic to see people acknowledging how nice it is for, for the people of New Zealand to be enjoying that. Rest assured, it will happen for the rest of us at some stage. Yeah, it's good to see some love. It is. So have you logged a not park run yet, Ollie? Yes, absolutely yes. I've logged a couple of not park runs. Generally, they're out on the on the uh, the Bass Point course. Uh, I, I did actually get the opportunity to unofficially uh, on a Sunday, visit Shell Harbour Park Run and catch up with some fellow park runners and a visitor from, from Penrith as well, one of our, our surrogate Shell Harbour Park Runners, Catherine. Um, but, um, yeah, the Knot Park Runs at the moment have been the uh, the Knot Park Run course at Bass Point. I'm becoming a bit obsessed with my own park run. <laughs> so my Knot Park Runs have to be Freedom Runs of Alice Palace Park Run. Of course. <laughs> 
which is really not of that course. exciting because it's just running around by block by myself, which isn't necessarily really fun. But I'm actually what I've been trying to do because my work has ramped up. Uh, it's been hard to get out and run in the last week or so. Uh, but I've been making an effort to get up a bit earlier. So every morning I'm going out in search of a nice sunrise. So I'm doing mm. my um, my morning walk or, yeah, it's been a walk. I won't pretend yeah. it's been a run. It hasn't. <laughs> well, a park run is not a run. so Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's you it. You call it what you will. I know. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, I haven't discovered one yet, but, you know, every morning there's that hope that, this might be the day where I get that really nice sunrise because I'll tell you what, I've got some um, Strava friends that are, mm-hmm. and they're in Victoria and they're posting some pretty amazing sunrise photos. Uh, I've got a bit of FOMO going on. Uh, I want I want some of that sunrise love. So that's my, um, it's my, oh, what's the mm-hmm. word for it? Mm-hmm. It, it? It's my reason to get out of bed every morning that on the chance that it might be the morning. I'm not going to sleep in and miss it. Let's say, let's say that. So, but yeah. Mm. So my not park run is doing my fake park run course. Uh, but I, Mel and Dave mentioned last week that they were curious to know where everybody was doing their not park runs. Yeah, and there have been some, you know, there have been pictures on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm sure many other social media platforms that I do not even understand. I don't know if you can load a picture to TikTok, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be park runs on TikTok at some stage. Um, but the uh, yeah, look the the discoveries out there and, and some of the the courses, not necessarily all five Ks, but hey, not park run is flexible. <laughs> there have been some great trails through the bush some fantastic sunrises i've been seeing those too so i thought maybe we could put a call out to the listeners to our trusty parkrun adventurer listeners if you want to let us know where you've been doing your not parkruns please comment on the post for this podcast and let us know are you getting out to your local park run at at a different time at you know through the week are you have you got your own fake park run course like I do are you just uh running randomly wherever you feel like whatever takes your fancy let us know put yeah comment comment in the post to this uh podcast so that we can we can find out where everybody is running that would be great what do you think ollie oh look i'm i'm a big fan of um look in the right vein peer pressure and in this case (laughs) those sorts of comments and pictures um will add peer pressure to me just like the last podcast did it will get me out there get me enjoying it so what if uh, nobody comments (laughs) (laughs) or if they put it all on tiktok i won't have a clue What is that? I don't even have to. I thought you were going to say uh, Snapchat. I can't understand Snapchat either. Snapchat, yes. Well, yeah, Snapchat's about as long as my memory. So uh, <laughs> everything disappears. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. No, look, and um, it's, uh, you know, hopefully that inspiration that'll that'll keep getting us through. Um, you know, we've got a... We've got another week to look forward to, another another not park run for now until it's our turn like our, our Kiwi friends. Um, you know, have you more plans for, for not park run, Mel, next week and weeks to come? I do. I do. I'm really excited about next week. Um, I've already started buying the... Um... <laughs> another thing? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, it's Christmas in July next week, Ollie. Ah, oh, whoops. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm excited. I've already started planning the food uh, and how I'm going to decorate the house. And, yeah, it's Christmas theme. I've got a couple of friends uh, I've I've reached out to that they actually said yes. So that's a bonus. Um, a, a girlfriend who was actually the, the person that, dragged me along to Park Run in the first place back in the day in, oh. in 2014 when Berwick Springs was, was just a baby Park Run. So she's coming all the way across town to join me. And so I'm very excited for Christmas in July fake Park Run. Um, I might have to add something to the selfie frame to mark the occasion because <laughs> this week in honour of New Zealand, because you know I've got my selfie frame and I've got little, yes. I've got little drawings on it to to represent different things that have occurred during the lockdown. So I drew a kiwi and I only, like, you know, the bird. <laughs> yep. Yes, yes, not the fruit. Just <laughs> but the fluffy kiwi. Um, yes. So, yeah, and, and that was also a last-minute thing the morning of Park Run that I thought, oh, I should draw a kiwi on my selfie frame. Oh, okay, Google how to draw a kiwi. <laughs> It came up quite good, though. I'm really happy. I'm really proud of my little Kiwi. So maybe mm. he needs to have a Santa hat next week. <laughs> the Kiwi will collect its accessories as we go. It, it's it's sounding like the badge system. So this is your, your not park run profile is, is your frame. And you know what I'm getting everybody to do as well? Mm. On the back of my selfie frame, everybody has to sign. Every All my tourists have to sign and write a message. So uh-huh. I've got a a written record of everybody that came. Oh, I think that's a great idea. I, I hope your selfie frame is big enough. Oh, don't say that. How many weeks are we going to be in lockdown for? Oh, Just in case. I might Just have to case. have a Mark II selfie frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. I'll just get them to write yeah. smaller. Yes, or... Like I should have said, you know, we'll have the good vibes and uh, we'll hopefully have a couple more weeks and we'll be back at some stage. Um, but uh, no, I, I like I like the approach. Um, you'll have some, some great memories on that and uh, maybe the selfie frame will make an appearance at a couple of official park runs. When, uh, when I could take it fun. on tour. Yeah. I could be Alice Palace Park Run on tour. Oh, yeah. there's, there's, there's so many there's so many possibilities. But what I think I need to do now, I need to adopt a country. Yes, yes, I like I, I I really like that idea. So I think now this is just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. If I could adopt a country in the world, I think mm-hmm. I might go with France. Oh yeah, why why France? So I just like the idea of that theme. I might get a French flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I studied French for five years in high school. Um, all my friends were a lot smarter than me and they did typing so they can now touch type and I can just say uh, parlez-vous français that's about (laughs) (laughs) but um, (laughs) through five years of studying the country I, I, I feel quite fond of it so I think I could quite easily draw the Eiffel Tower on my selfie frame yep yep yeah and I think I might have to have a a French themed, yeah, that might attract some people. We might have to throw that on out on the socials and see who might like to come and join me for that week. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I think this is something we need to keep doing: adopting parkrun countries. 
um, and keep the themes coming. There's nothing like a parkrun fancy dress. Oh, you got to make it fun. That's the thing, yes. you see? Yes. It's got to be fun. Yeah. And what about you next week, Ollie? What are you going to do? Well, I won't adopt a country. Well, you could. <laughs> I, I, I could. Yeah, there's plenty of time yet, actually. Yeah, no? I think. Hang hmm. on. Finland. and What are your countries that you've got an affinity with? Well, Finland and Sweden look... Uh, yeah, now I feel guilty. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to say I would pick Finland or Sweden, but yeah, now maybe I should. Oh, toss Look, a coin. I'll, I'll just grab the ABBA outfit and, and oh, go for a run. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look. Uh, yeah. Any of those countries with the Eurovision uh, inclusion. So uh, look, I can adopt Australia given that. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that'd make it fun. I was going to say Russia just because. Uh, Oh, just because. But uh, all right, no, Finland or Sweden. Okay, okay, yeah. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm seeing a, a not parkrun maypole. <laughs> <laughs> Course description, run around. <laughs> Dance like little frog. Yeah. <laughs> it could work. Hey, work Don't with me here. <laughs> yes. Maybe you could just run 5K holding a ribbon. <laughs> it doesn't have to be attached to the maypole. Just pick the maypole up and run with it. Well, I only got a few looks when I ran with a cape for the Shell Harbour Park Run virtual birthday. So, uh, yeah, look, maybe a ribbon won't, uh, won't turn yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Ad- adapt. Adapt. Yes, adapt. I All like right. that idea. Yeah. Okay, I want to see a photo on your Strava next week. I want to see some sort of finish um, or Swedish uh, maypole paraphernalia. All right. No, I'll have to see if the family still have the maypole. I'm sure they do. Um, <laughs> and the flowers. Did I not see a photo with flowers, people wearing flowers? Uh, that's a good point. So it's a maypole and flowers. Yes. Excellent. I look forward to it. <laughs> Parkrun's always about fancy dress. Oh, we've had fun. This has been fun. Thank we you. Did. Thank you for joining me again. Yes. How lucky were we that they let us come back? <laughs> well, obviously they didn't check hard enough. I mean, didn't, did anyone look under the table? But um, <laughs> I don't think they <laughs> did. No, look, uh, I do appreciate getting the chance to come back and uh, I know that uh, obviously I will make sure to tidy up a little more this time. and uh, <laughs> Hide the broken maypole. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's nice. It's nice to get to talk to Park Run, or get get to talk to Park Run. Get to talk about <laughs> Hello, Park, Park Run. Run. <laughs> yeah, it usually doesn't talk back. And uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic to to get to tune in and and have a chat with the relaunch. And as I said, all the good vibes and all the good vibes to come. We might even get better at it if they keep letting us come back. Absolutely, let's hope. <laughs> uh, all right. Time to say goodbye, you reckon? I suppose so. I'll um, I'll finish up and I'll go and talk to Park Run on my own and uh, <laughs> family don't look at me. Oh, fabulous. All right. Now, it's been a pleasure again, Ollie. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. And thank you, Mel. I appreciate uh, you having me on the episode. <laughs> I think we're a duo now. Oh, look, given there's two of us and we've been talking about Park Run, that, that, that ticks the box, right? <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll um hopefully we can be invited back and we can check in with the listeners and let them know about Maypoles and Eiffel Towers in the future. And and hopefully see some wonderful sunrise and other not parkrun courses too. Absolutely. Fabulous. Well, that's it from us 
for episode 204. Back to you next week, Mel. Thanks for giving us the reins again. And we look forward to hearing more adventures with New Zealand Parkrun in the coming weeks. See you all next time. Bye.